Hi, this is Kim from Manifesting Your Reality Step-by-Step. And I want to talk about how I am being the best version of myself and how my SP is chasing me down now and how if you work on your self-concept, your SP or a specific person that you're interested in will be attracted to you. So I want to tell you about how I manifested Sean showing up in the grocery store. Uh, it was last weekend and I... Um, was supposed to go look at a house um, because I'm still trying to buy my dream home. And um, I decided not to go look at this particular house because it was flooded and it was completely gutted and it just wasn't worth me having to chuck all this money into something that wasn't move-in ready yet. So I called the realtor Told the realtor, nope, I uh, changed my mind. It's just not worth it. So I went to the grocery store. And I had told Sean, I think, um, earlier in the week, last week, that I was going to go look at this house right in his hometown and asked him if he wanted to go with me. And he had such a bad attitude. He's still really upset because, in his words, I kicked him out. Um, I uh, didn't have his back when he got attacked by my son. So he's still playing the same role that, and, and repeating the same script with me. So he hasn't conformed yet with that. But he's, it's in the works because I am finally just like fed up with hearing the story. I've already accepted that, okay, it's my fault. Yes, I kicked you out. Even though, you know, it was because I didn't want him living off of me. He needed to get a job. He needed to uh, contribute to the relationship, contribute to the finances. And I had done all of this for so long and I was fed up. So he doesn't see it that way, so I finally have accepted, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So um, he um, he said he would think about it, you know, and because uh, I said I, I wasn't sure if I should go, it's probably a waste of my time, and he got really sarcastic, yes, it's a waste of your time, where is it? And I told him where it was, and of course it's in his hometown, because he lives out in the country, it's very, really nice out there. And uh, he was like, yeah, absolutely, it's a waste of your time. So he was really, really sarcastic, didn't want to have anything to do with me um, that particular day. So I went on with my life that week, and um, you know, doing what I needed to do. Anyway, so I canceled the realtor, and decided to go grocery shopping, and um, I had stopped off at the liquor store, got me some alcohol because I was going to 
do some grocery shopping, come back, make myself a drink, and make myself an amazing meal for myself. Just do something for myself. So I'm leaving the cashier, and in this particular grocery store, they always have like benches right um, next to the customer service. So I pass this bench, and I hear, excuse me, ma'am, and I look over, and it's him. It's Sean, my SP. And I'm like, first thing, I grabbed him and I hugged him because, you know, I love him. I want him to be an amazing guy because he used to be that amazing guy. But I spoiled him so much. I put him high on that pedestal. And it's only here recently where I have been working on my self-concept and saying, no, you know, I'm worthy, I'm valuable, and not in a narcissistic way because we are all a little narcissist. And if you understand what narcissism is, it's when, you know, it's all about that person. That person believes everything evolves around them and they feed off of other people's energy and so forth. So it's not when we put ourselves on that pedestal we shouldn't be doing it in a narcissistic way. Now, is Sean narcissist? Yes, he absolutely is. And I'm trying to unassign that to him because manifesting is all about how you perceive. And if you assign that meaning to that person, that's what's going to keep showing up. So I'm trying to, to not see him that way and not assign that title to him. Because he is capable of working, he is capable of doing, he is capable of contributing, he's capable of being generous, he's capable of being kind and loving towards me. So anyway, I hear you know him say, excuse me, ma'am. I grab him and want to hug him. He barely hugs me because he's just trying to play standoffish. You know? And I said, what are you doing here? Mind you, I had thought about him that day but it was like you know what I'm going on with my life I can't change you know who what he's thinking and if he wants to keep having this argument that I feel I've already won I'm gonna just for sake of argument okay okay you're right it's all my fault all my fault so I was thinking that today or excuse me um last Saturday And I said that to myself. I said, you know what? I'm just going to go on with my life, do what I need to do, you know, and be the best version of me that I am. And that's what I've been working on for several weeks now is reminding myself I am valuable. And that's how I got the position that I'm in as far as my job is concerned. I had said to myself, I'm more valuable than this particular job and I picked up the phone and I got the desired position that I wanted and that was to work from home. So, and even in this position now, I'm still seeing how valuable I am. I just did a a PowerPoint presentation in front of all the executives and pitched some great ideas and brought on uh, my buddy who is now working with us and I will be bringing on two other people that I used to work with. So 
And I told them, I said, they have, you have to value, validate your skills and for yourself. Yes, I told you about the job. Yes, I forwarded your uh, resume over, but don't put me on a pedestal for that. Now that you're here on the job, you have to validate. And one girl that they're going to call back for an interview, I actually gave her a piece of advice they're lacking um, a lot of training for the staff um, because it's fairly a new company and she's really good at HR. So I said, once you get the job, you suggest ethical training, you suggest customer service training, you suggest record keeping training because this is what they need. I said, hold on to those tidbits of information until you actually have the job. So anyway, um, back to him. So, um, I, he, I said, Oh, I, I want some ice. Cause the, uh, ice maker in my, um, in my refrigerator is not working really well. And I want some cold drinks. And so he was like, oh, I'll grab it. I said, but I've already paid, so I need to pay for it. And he was like, no, no, I'll pay for it. Um, I I think I got a few dollars. And I was like, okay. So he goes to customer service, and he ends up um, needing a $17 check cashed. And they wouldn't let him do it because his um, ID was... Um, a bit mangled or whatever. And so um, he was like, well, um, do you want to come back to my house and kind of hang out and maybe we'll go riding? He has this beautiful um, side-by-side, a Can-Am, and I love that thing. And we go riding through the woods and stuff like that and that. And I was like, well, I got groceries. He goes, I can put the groceries in my refrigerator and whatnot. So I ended up, um, and I, I said, how did you get here? Because he doesn't have a license yet. He's supposed to be getting his license back in August of this year. Um, and I don't know if he just told me that to be lying or told me that for sure, but he's supposed to be getting his license back in August. I know that he's, he's eligible for it back, or maybe it's the actual um, hearing for it in August, but he's definitely eligible to have it back in November of this year. So that's not too far away. So I'm like, how did you get here? And he was like, uh, Miss Kim, I'm, I, I drove. And I was like, who are you here with? And he's like, myself. And I said, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, I came to see a house right here in the area. And I'm like, yeah, right. No, you didn't. And, um, So anyway, I ended up going back to his house and hanging out and spending some time with him there. And, um, you know, this goes to show how powerful we truly are because he ended up, I kept thinking, you know, because he ended up asking me if I would cash that $17 check. And I said, no. Uh, because I'm standing my ground with him. If he wants to hustle something and basically hustle 
Because I told him, I said, no, you are going to, you, you know what you want and you're going to hustle that check. I'm tired of doing for you. You would have hustled that check whether you saw me or not. And he was on and on and on and on about this check. So I ignored it. We went riding, came back and he put me in my car and he's asking me again about this check. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. Again, I'm thinking of my self-worth. I'm valuable. It's not that I'm too good and I could not have cashed that check. And, you know, he was, it's, it wasn't like he was so pitiful that he needed that $17. But he has to break this pattern. You know, get a job. Don't, you know, um, just live off of a nickel here and nickel there. You know, you're not paying any bills with that $17. You don't pay your parents for rent or anything. Um, and there's plenty of food if you do have to pack a lunch or whatever. So it wasn't, he wasn't destitute for that $17. So I was sticking to my, I was sticking to my grounds, you know, I was holding my ground and and my thought process is he, he would have gotten that check cash by anybody, but it wasn't going to be me that day. So he gets in my car, what I think he's going to tell me bye, and he enjoyed the time because we held hands and everything. I wasn't as talkative. I did not, you know, fall all over him and tell him that I loved him and all that stuff because, you know, I've done all of that. He knows all of that. He needs to change And how he needs to change is by how I'm treating him. So by me taking him off that pedestal and making him prove what he's worth, he will turn himself around. If he loves me enough or loves anybody for that matter enough, he's going to go out there and get a job for her. And that's just how it's human nature. And he's going to try to woo her and be generous. That's just human nature because he's trying to catch her, right? And so that's my, my thought process in setting boundaries. I know a couple of people is like, you know, you're blocking your manifest, manifestation if you set boundaries. No, I'm not. I'm not going to put up with that behavior, You're going to change if you want me. So anyway, um, he gets in the car and he gets totally mad after asking me several times trying to convince me to cash this check. He gets so mad and tells me, what does it take for me to, um, for you to leave me alone? And he goes, say it, Kim, just say it and you'll never see me again. Say it. He's so upset. Well, I wouldn't say it. He goes, why won't you say it? I said, because I do love you a little bit. And he's like, uh, you love me a little bit. Uh, you loved me, like past tense. And I'm like, I love you. I know you can change. So anyway, finally, you know, I'm thinking about my groceries. I'm tired. It's getting late. I have a drive back home. And I finally just said, fine, it's over, fine. 
I'll leave you alone. So um, he finally gets out and he throws me, he throws back in my window the pin that he was using, hoping for me to cash his check. And I leave. So that was, um, that was Saturday. Sunday rolled around. I didn't hear from him. Um, Monday, I didn't, Monday, or maybe it was Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, he sent me pictures of this accident that we had seen uh, when I followed him back home because he had drove his dad's truck to the Walmart. Now, he saw me on the iPhone. He tracked my, he tracks, he follows me on my iPhone. So that's how he found me in the Walmart. He purposely came out to that Walmart or that grocery store to meet up with me. And then, so what I did, I, I later on thought about it. And I said, he just wants me to sign this check over. So I signed the fact that he was there just to get money out of me. And that's why he probably acted out the way that he's acted out. Um, and he did even say when we were laying down watching TV that he was, I came all the way out there for you. I, I risked my life for you to come out there, you know? And I said, you sure did. Um, I'm done babying him. I'm just done babying him. Do I love him? Yes. Do I want him? Yes. And I want him to be a better person, but I'm done babying him. So I didn't coddle him. I didn't cater to him. You know, I enjoyed our time together and I was sticking to my boundaries. Um, And so he got all upset again. It said he didn't want to see me again and made me say that I didn't want to see him again. And so on Tuesday, I think it was, I get a text message and it said, I thought maybe you would want these. And it was these pictures of this accident where a truck had turned on its side and um, he, as he's driving away, he took pictures. So um, he sent me those. And so I commented and I said, um, as far as you and driving again, do not drive until August, until you have your license because August is right around the corner. I said, and yes, I'm very interested in those pictures because I was focused on my driving and um, I didn't get a chance to see all of them. So yes, thank you. And that's all I said. Well, last night, he, um, right when I went to my spa appointment, um, he started calling me. First, he texted me, hey, how are you? How is work today? And I didn't respond because here it is, you know, he told me to leave him alone. So I'm going to leave him alone. And I'm relying on, you're going to show back up in my life when you've changed because I'm the best version I can be. And you're not going to pull me in down into your gutter because you're not the best version that you need to be, but you know how to be your best version. So I'm not going to um, 
cater to him. So I didn't respond back because I was tired. I didn't feel, I worked all day yesterday and I had to do that appointment and I just didn't want to be bothered. So I didn't text him back. Next thing you know, phone calls were happening. Didn't call him back. Didn't answer the phone call. Then it was odd numbers calling me, which I knew it was him because it said, maybe Sean, because we both have iPhones, maybe Sean. And I, I didn't answer. So finally, a couple hours later, I went ahead and I answered. Well, Kim, why didn't you answer? This is what I'm talking about. You have no uh, significant. I'm not significant to you. I was worried. I was just about to come there because I was worried about you. And I'm thinking to myself, he is not worried about me. I'm just fine. And I finally had told him, you told me to leave you alone. Oh, Kim, um, you just responded to my text the other morning with the pictures. So what has changed? So he's acting like it's all brand new. Every time he texts me, it's all brand new. And that's how your SP will do. And depending on your circumstances, absolutely play the game because it's all about forgive and forget, right? But I have set boundaries that, yes, I can forgive and forget all that you've done, but you're not forgiving and forgetting all that you're hurt about. And every time you talk to me, you want to talk about how I didn't have your back and be um, self-centered when all I want to talk about is how great of a night that we had and, and spending time with you. So he didn't even do that yesterday. He argued because I did not answer his call, because I did not answer his text. And this is how I am, but that's not how I am. I just did not want to be bothered because I'm human. There's times when I don't want to be bothered. I'm tired. And I had already assigned the meaning to the reason why he was calling because he wanted to know where I was. And, um... And, you know, he, he hasn't conformed completely. So, you know, I'm not putting up with that crap. And so, and mind you, he has not called or texted me all day. And I hadn't really thought about him that much until now, talking about him. But I just wanted to update you guys on my story and my manifestations and how I manifested him just coming to see me in the grocery store, no license. Um, he had to take his dad's car, truck, and he shows up. So it is true. You can manifest anybody back into your life, no matter where they are, whatever the circumstances are. Circumstances don't matter. Here it is. This man doesn't even have a license doesn't even own his own car or vehicle, but he wanted to see me enough for whatever his reasons were, if it was just to cash a check or just to know where I was, he did it. 
and he will do it again. It's just like, you know, him texting me, even after just a couple days ago, he told me, I don't want to ever see you again, and, and go ahead and say it, it's over, it's over, it's over, and when I finally kind of vaguely said it, he still is acting like every day is a new day. So that's how you manifest them is by, you know, being the best version that you are because that's the most attractive thing. Here it is. He knows that I have something that he wants, but he doesn't know it to the point of how to get it. And how to get it is how to be with me and have exactly what you want and be with the woman of your dreams because, you know, back in the day, I was that woman for him. I was the woman standing in the line uh, to see him while he was at prison. I was the one that backed him up um, when he needed money or needed something. Okay, if you want me, then you're going to be that person that you used to be that made me want to do those things for And right now, you're not being that person. And yes, I I may have assigned the wrong meaning to him, the reason why he hasn't completely conformed over. But, you know, as far as being a narcissist or as far as, you know, he had this check and he just wanted me to give him money, you know, because I am still wanting him to contribute financially because I'm tired of paying for him. Eventually, he's going to conform. So now it is, he's mad at me. He has turned his phone off. So I I can't see where his location is. But if he wanted to, all he had to do was turn his back on just to know where I am. And so he's so-called gone a ghost on me today, which is fine. I'm still being my best version. So when you work on your self-concept, your person will come back to. And circumstances don't matter. And always remember that. But you work on who you are. Know your worth. Know your value. Because that's what's the most attractive. That's what people want. And they will keep wanting it until it clicks. Wait a minute. She wants me to do this and this and this. And he will eventually either, he'll eventually do it to get me. And that's how that manifesting a specific person and getting that person to marry you and be in that relationship that you truly, truly want. So I hope that this information was um, helpful. Um, Let me know if it was. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. I'll leave my email address again in the um, description of this episode. And I look forward to hearing any comments that any of you have had um, about um, your manifestations as well. And any pointers that... Maybe um, you'd want to um, um, get from me. I'd love to help you with that. Um, as well as, you know, tell me what you think of my process as far as the boundaries and how I'm getting 
what I want. I'm getting what I want with my job. I'm going to get what I want with a house. And I'll have to do an episode on that as well because that's been um, a work in progress as well. And, and getting what I want out of my relationships, period. All right, I hope that you all have um, enjoyed all of this and I look forward to hearing from you and have a great evening. Happy manifesting.